For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. living the dream you know prepping for winter uh yeah. we're supposed to get snow on sunday so that's a little interesting nice 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 are you the kind of person that when you wake up there's that always that you know when you live in the north there's always that first you know mm-hmm. morning where you wake up and you look outside and it's white what yep. is your reaction when that happens uh, so my reaction, I mean, it's kind of a wonderful sight whenever it does happen, right? Yeah. So you get a little excited for like maybe a minute and a half, and then you realize that everybody's going to be driving around in it, and it's going to be gray by tomorrow and just <laughs> disgusting looking. <laughs> and then you realize like eternal dread sets in. Oh. And you're like, oh, I have to deal with this for the next at least three to four months. Mm-hmm. So I have the same reaction every single year when it happens. I look out my window and I go, fuck every single time I've, (laughs) I am past any prettiness or, Oh, it's Christmas is coming or like any sort of nice thing about it. I instantly just think of, you know, shoveling the driveway. Shoveling is the worst and dry. Yeah. Driving in it. And of course the fact that no one, everyone forgot how to drive in the last, you know, yep six months since it, there was snow on the ground so yeah it's it's always um you know some kind of shit man and it's yeah it's yep. not not my favorite at all it, it, um, i think it also depends on like how the first snow is too right because if it's like a little like half measly inch or something like that you're just kind of like oh so it begins but if you get like <laughs> eight inches and it's enough of like oh i'm not going into work today for sure then it's definitely a little bit of a different reaction too <laughs> Hundred percent, man. Well, dude, it's uh, it's good to see you. I'm glad we're back here again on Thursday uh, with this is the yeah. new shit. 
you know, and um, we're, you know, typically classically for people tuning in, you know, whether you're on Twitch now or you listen to this on the podcast, um, you know, we were typically doing Wednesday, sometimes, uh, you know, even Tuesday, but now we're a little closer to the magical day of Friday. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you get a little more of a, a sneak peek with some things. Um, I don't want to say things are leaked, but, you know, sometimes things are leaked. And, you know, we, we, get, we get a little more insight into things, um, especially with some singles. So um, I, one thing came across my desk. Uh, I know I'm not usually the one to kick these things off, Mike, but I thought I'd uh, oh. surprise you. Have I'm you here checked for out the new Liquid Death album? I have. <laughs> and I want to say, have. of course I have. Um, if I don't know if you want to talk about what it is, but I've been... My ears been to the ground because I have the first one on vinyl. Oh, you do! And awesome. Yeah, and so like I've been waiting for the second one because they like in promotions they say that like another album is coming and yeah. like it's just absolutely wild the fact that they actually make music. Oh man, I know it's well for people that don't know. Um, well, Liquid Death is a water company and they sell water in cans. Um, originally it was just plain old, you know, uh, flat water i mean it's like mountain mm-hmm. source like it's you know it's good for you water it's good water um but but like yeah it's just water in a can and their whole branding was liquid death you know like super super metal like everything yeah and like murder your thirst <laughs> exactly and and alongside of it um uh you know alongside of that they put out this i think it was earlier this year actually they put mm-hmm. out this metal album which was, yep, that was the first one really well done, actually. I'm not sure who was involved yeah. in the metal album. I know a little bit more about the punk album, which just came out, which we're going to talk about in a second. But the, the metal album, super well recorded, super good songs. But the lyrics are all about they're all they're taking negative reviews. Um, a lot of a lot of them like extremely crazy negative reviews of their product and turned it into metal lyrics. Yeah. And it's. It's it's definitely worth. I'm not saying it's going to be your re- favorite record of the year. I mean, but maybe. But it's a it novelty is, listen. It is super worth putting on at least once because it kind of gives you what you want, especially the metal one. Oh, yeah. It was like it was like just going from like fast to like breakdown to like back and forth. I was like, this is it's great. super riffy. It was good. Yeah, and and now there's a new record. It's a punk version, and I believe uh, everyone from Tim from Rise Against to um, Chris number two from Anti-Flag, to uh, the girls from the Bomb Pops. They're all involved in awesome. this. Um, and more and more. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a super fun listen that I, I enjoyed this morning. So I wanted to see if you also had, Mike. And of course you have. Uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but I know that it's out. So, yeah. and always big fan of Liquid Death. Like I buy their carbonated water in bulk because it's so much better than drinking soda. Yeah. And... Like great company. I love that they're doing this so soon again. I didn't expect something until like maybe like next year, but they're pumping this out and they're getting a lot of the like local scene in <laughs> local scene, the music scene involved. Yeah, no, and no. I think I, it's dope. I noticed that like there was a no effects live stream uh, a few weeks back, maybe maybe a couple months back now. Time. What is time? Yep. And they were all drinking liquid death on stage, you know, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like something's going on here with with Liquid Death getting, you know, more and more into the music scene and like yep. you know, promoting like live events or whatever, um, you know, in the metal world and now the punk world. So yeah, it's cool. It's it is a cool company and 
and you know there is like a bit of a um you know like a they're trying to do something good here which is you know in, less plastic you know less plastic in the ocean and all that too you know cuz aluminum mm-hmm. cans are much more recyclable than you know plastic so so in 2025 when we get the converse twisted tour is liquid death going to be the water supplier on stage instead of monster is that how it's going to work I out mean, you think maybe i mean if if people are buying their their water i mean i think they're going to reinvest it right back into the music scene. So I think that's cool. I hope cool. they do. I think that's really cool. Okay, well, uh, welcome everybody here on Twitch or on the podcast, whichever. And if you are not listening to this on Twitch, and you are or watching it on Twitch, I should say, um, you should be doing this. So check twitch.tv slash Chantold for the schedule. And... Um, Oh, someone's calling me. Somebody didn't turn off his notifications. uh, Oh, now and now it's gone, just like that. Yeah, yeah. Nobody call me right now, okay? Nobody call me. How do I even do that? Is there like a (laughs) do not disturb button? There it is. Yeah, yeah. I never bother with that. Uh, I don't get a lot of phone calls. Uh, Mike's one of my only friends, anyway. But here I am. Anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about all of the new music coming out this week. And uh, before we get into that, let's talk about last week a little bit, Mike. Uh, what did you think of some of the top records or the top record? Uh, so I listened to a couple of the top records. Um, I got to say I was a little bit wrong. I think I enjoyed the Boundaries record a little bit more than I enjoyed the Intervals record, which Intervals oh, okay. was my number one pick. Uh, Boundaries went pretty hard. It got pretty ignorant at points. Uh, some of those <laughs> breakdowns shouldn't be legal. Oh, um, Wow. <laughs> It it was pretty good. I I thought it was going to be like a nice like oh I'm going to listen to another record that I've like heard this year because I was saying like there's a lot of bands like this putting out records like this. So I just put it on when I was hopping in the shower, and yep. all of a sudden shower turned into a two step very quickly, which was quite dangerous. It's very slippery in there. <laughs> um, but no, was, boundaries was an absolute great record. Um, not to take away from intervals, that was our number one. Uh, intervals with their album Circadian. Yeah. Um, it's an inter- or instrumental album. Yeah, uh, which is just a different vibe too. I think like maybe I was looking for an angry album this week, and I decided to put Intervals there. And subconsciously, I wanted Boundaries, but I really liked the Intervals album. Uh, it was quite chill. Um, probably one of the best produced albums I've listened oh, to this year. Shout out to my boy um, Sam. Yeah, like uh, on par with yeah. the new Bring Me album. Um, like some of my other favorite produced albums, like the new Loathe album from earlier this year, Sleep Tokens album, like it's just insanely crisp sounding. Um, I think a lot of that lends into the fact that there's not a lot of extras on this album compared to a lot of instrumental albums out there right now. Um, there's not a lot of electronic kind of background. It's just kind of drums, guitar, um, bass. And I think there's one or two songs with a saxophone, which I really enjoyed. And maybe like one or two songs where they incorporate some weird drums. Like I think they had like a conga drum or something like that. I, I don't know my percussion, but they had something in there that was just a little bit different. And it sounded cool. Um, it's short listen. It was like 35 minutes, but it was really relaxing and yeah. kind of like put me in a good mood when I listened to it too. Yeah. Well, which you is know, I'll be honest. Nice. I, I don't listen to a lot of instrumental records really, mm-hmm. you know, and I think there's there's a problem i mean let's let's just be honest most music is not instrumental right most music yep. that people listen to like well i shouldn't say most cuz of course there's classical music and, and all that and jazz and mm-hmm. there's a lot of instrumental music in those genres but when when you're talking about you know 
our scene and popular music, there isn't very many instrumental bands. And I think it's very difficult to make a solid, you know, um, full-length album that can keep your attention Mm -hmm. when it's instrumental that doesn't just sort of become background music after, let's just say, seven, eight tracks, right? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that, you know, Interval's... Aaron, you know, he does such a great job of bringing in, you know, nice repetitive elements and great melodies and just stuff that mm-hmm. really catches you that that's up front in the mix like a vocal. And I know talking to Sam about that, you know, that was one of the the focuses, right? Was was really figuring yep. out how to make it work structurally. But, you know, also it's got to like all the guitar nerds got to get stoked too, right? Um, exactly. For the shredding. So, no, I, I think I think it's a great pick, Mike. But I, I do understand, though, that like, um, you know, it, it can be very difficult. It's very challenging for for an instrumental mm-hmm. record to have the same. I don't know. I don't want to. I, I mean, emotion and you know, like yeah. feeling, like meaning, connection. Because it's just yeah. such a huge element of it that is just you know inherently not there. But that mm-hmm. being said, um, uh, I'm glad that pick was there. Shout out to my Canadian brother, and oh, yeah. uh, glad the Boundaries record is also slaying it right now. Yep, I really love both. Yes. You could you maybe again, like you know, I think it was a few weeks back we were talking about putting the sticker on the CD with the quote. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think we could have one there. These breakdowns should be illegal. Mike Howell, yes. this is the new shit. That could be right on the right on the CD. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And shout out, look at all these people doing all the stuff on Twitch. They're giving they're they're subscribing, they're saying hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, little monster. Hey guys. Hello, Fry ninety three ninety three ninety three. One of my favorite numbers. Uh, uh, thanks to Mister Doug Gilmore, Toronto Maple Leafs. Year of my birth. Oh, oh, nice. Damn, I'm fucking old. Shit. Yes, you are. You reminded me very badly. Yes. And hello to Liana and everyone else too. Thanks for being here, Mike. Shall we get into it? Top five. I think we shall. Top five. I like it. Okay. So- What's uh, yeah? You need a disclaimer before this. Anything? Yeah, I need a. I okay. think I need a disclaimer because I'll, I'll give you. Some, the, I'll give you a minute. The way I want to go with this, and I think this is a good point or place for this, because I know you want to talk about it. I know everyone on Twitch, everyone on the podcast wants to hear about this. Um, the new Silverstein Redux record is not oh. making my top five. Oh. Um, oh. I'm saying this because I normally don't include. Bye. <laughs> Uh, I normally don't include uh, like remasters, things like that. Uh, Redux is kind of in that like middle ground, I think, where a lot of it's straight up re-recordings, different versions. It's still redone songs, so it kind of fits in there. I'm just looking for a knife or weapon of some kind. Go on, go on. Yeah. Oh, get it across the border first. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. But uh, (laughs) no, to to put on myself, uh, Mike, not you. Oh yeah, I'm the one that's failed. No, but continue. um, I, I think we don't lo- need to look at this as a failure, but it's more of how good and alive the scene is right now. Right. Because there's five new original albums that I'm confident enough to put on the list this week that we can talk about. So I kind of want to start off this with, I guess, number six and <laughs> uh, talk about the new Silverstein record and how excited yeah. we are for it. Well, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, I made it. Uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I, I'm really happy with it. You know, it, it was a fun project. We did Redux one and we did Redux mm-hmm. one basically because we 
weren't happy with the sounds of those original recordings. Um, our old label, Victory Records, owned those recordings. Mm-hmm. And enough time, it's kind of like what's going on with Taylor Swift now, right? She's about to re-record all, some of her old stuff because yep. she doesn't have the rights to it anymore. So, you know, so that's what we did on the first one. We we essentially, we we just kind of copied those records with better production, better performances and everything. And people really mm-hmm. liked it. And and we thought it was a really great update, you know, because, you know, you you, you put Silverstein on a playlist with something that's more modern, you know. Like mm-hmm. you try to compare, I don't know, let's just say Beartooth, some of our best friends, a band that's, you know, our our peers and our contemporaries. Our first record, there's no way it can sound as good as their first record. No. It came out like, you know, 11 years before or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just the technology. So, you know, uh, that that's kind of the reason. But with this one, and it came about during the pandemic, like that's, we started talking about doing it because we had some time on our hands. And... Mm-hmm we decided to do this one a little bit differently, you know, and, and go for, um, go for the, you know, the reimagined approach on some tracks, um, and only go after like some of the deep cuts, you know, that some of the super Mm -hmm. fans like the songs, you know, things like that. So it's been, yeah, that was kind of the, the main approach we took and we were, you know, super happy with it. And, um, and yeah, I, I think the three singles that have been released so far, they do a decent job of kind of, you know, kind of setting the table for what the record yeah. is. But I think the anyone that's a fan of Silverstein that's enjoyed any of our music, um, and not just our old stuff, there's some newer stuff on here too. I think that they're going to really dig it. And um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm not I'm not butthurt. No, people are people are like shots fired, yeah. fucking Shane's low key hurt. Like uh, I'm really not because. Yeah, I get it. You know this. If the, I'm sure, if this was a new, if this was a new Silverstein record and we didn't make the top five, oh yeah, I, I would, would. I would probably be. Yeah, I'd be driving across the border. I'd just smash right through the gates. <laughs> nope, I'm, I'm showing you my fucking passport. I'm going for Mike Howell's head. But no, um, <laughs> this this is yeah, this is re-recordings, and I don't, you know, just because this is my show <laughs> doesn't mean that uh that I should be be putting myself any anywhere ahead of of. Mm-hmm. five other artists that made well I don't know who they are yet but five um you know artists that that you know made original music I think that obviously that is that is that should be the focus you know mm-hmm. and yeah. all that goes like I'm still extremely excited to listen to this record um there's some of the deeper cuts that I really don't know um a lot of my early Silverstein knowledge and because of the production issues and things like that and just Silverstein was an already kind of big band when I was kind of getting into the scene. And it was one that I just never checked out because mm. I got more into like crab core and electronic core and like <laughs> lucky you. Yeah. I got into <laughs> all that kind of stuff rather than the kind of like emo post hardcore metalcore side. And so I'm really excited to check out a lot of these songs because like, obviously I know the big hits off those albums. Like I know Massachusetts and songs like that. And I, I know a lot of stuff that was on Redux one, but Redux 2, I'm super excited to listen to. I think the three singles I've heard so far are great. Um, I can't wait to listen to it tomorrow. Um, there's something else I was going to say, but I forgot. Um, oh, I'm also really happy with it because you guys haven't really... You're doing these Reduxes, but you haven't really like slowed down the train on new music either. And that's oh, what yeah, I feel... no, no, no. No way. No way. That's what I feel happens to a lot of bands too, especially right now with quarantine and everything like that um they're kind of releasing live albums or 
like deluxe editions and B-sides and like totally keep on the playlist, keep going, uh, keep making money because that's the important thing right now. But a lot of bands are also delaying kind of their normal time frame for releasing music by doing this. They're saying, hey, if we release this acoustic EP, we can buy ourselves another year of not releasing a record, right? I guess. So, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, every every band is different, you know. Everyone mm-hmm. has, you know, come into this pandemic uh, in a different position. And yeah. I feel like, honestly, as bad as Silverstein was, the position we were in, putting our mm-hmm. album out March 6th, um, yeah, this is right about, as, about as bad as it gets. You know, at least we, you know, we're able to be like, okay, well, the record's out. It's, it's, we don't have to worry about like, should we put it out? Should we not put it mm-hmm. out? Should we delay it? Like a lot of artists have done. Like, you know, you like already that, pulled that the trigger remember, and you're just, what do we do? I mean, yeah. that data remember record still isn't out. I, I think I just read today it was coming out in March now. Yep. Like th- that's got to be like an hour, an, a year and a half or something. Year and a half. When they year announced it. Like, seven months. Like, crazy right so you know i'm glad that we aren't in that position where we have to try to navigate that but you know every band's different right some bands they Mm -hmm. they haven't put out a record in a long time now they're like shit well are we gonna do one now and other bands are like okay we'll do a single we'll do this we'll do that whatever it's fine you know yeah um but but for us this this redux project has worked out really well and you know we're we are kind of like a interesting. I don't want to say an interesting band. I, I feel like it's to to me it's ideal, and I guess that's why we mm-hmm. do it. But we really like to, you know, kind of make new music that we really really feel proud of that we work really hard on. But then at the same time, we still you know appreciate um, our old fan base, and we mm-hmm. still you know we want to um, you know celebrate those old records and the anniversaries of them and. You know, yep. whether it's whether it's with, you know, tours or whether it's with re-recordings or whether it's with live albums or whatever, like we still want it, that to be something we do, mm-hmm. but we also don't want that to get in the way of the new music either. Right. So it's, yeah, you know, it, but it can be hard to navigate. Not every band can, can kind of pull that off. So we do our mm-hmm. best. Yeah. Well, um, once again, really excited. I can't wait to listen to it tomorrow. It's going to be one of the first things I spin. Okay. Um, probably after one or two of these albums that are on here, but Hey Mike, uh, you're a little loud. Can you turn down your gain or something? Yeah. They're, they're complaining that, uh, I'm, well, I can't see, I don't know. I, I took my whole rig down and I put it back up and I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't just like make mine a little bit louder for some reason, but is that better? Go ahead. Is that better for everybody? I'm just going to start talking. Yeah. Is that better? Now we have to wait for the delay. I don't know. I I think actually I can adjust it on my end. Anyway, Right. Somebody um, says no, it's, it's fine. It's good. It's good. So we're uh, actually. I feel like you're too quiet now. Bump it up a little bit more. There, there we go. go. There we go. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um. Yeah. I got to hear Mike. You know. Come on. Uh. Oh, Donnie Lumps. What's up, man? Ooh. Uh. We got some. We always got some nice people here. It's really great. Great to see y'all. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Let's um. Let's get into this top five. The real top five. Uh. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you've what you've picked. Let's start it up with number five. So number five, this is a group that we've talked about before. Uh, They've released a single. I was really happy that they're back. But uh, coming with their new album, Reluctant Hero, it's super group Killer Be Killed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did talk about them. You're going to have to refresh my memory on all the 
the various members. But yeah, this is like so, a metal a metal supergroup, right? With it's the yep. singer of Dillinger Escape Plan, right? Yep. So I've got the list out already because I remembered that. Yeah, we're probably gonna have to talk about who's in the band because it is a supergroup. But on vocals and guitar, we've got Greg Pusciato from Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah, absolutely amazing talent. Uh, we've also got on vocals and guitar Max Cavalera from Sepultura, Soulfly, Cavalera Conspiracy. He's in a ton yep. of bands. Uh, on vocals and bass, we've got Tony Sanders from Mastodon. There you go. And on drums, we've got Ben Kohler. Collar. I don't know how to exactly right, say his Converge. name. Yeah, from Converge. Um, wow. Quite an assortment of like originating points, but it yep. makes this honestly really solid metal sound that a lot of bands in like standard traditional metal don't have three vocalists let alone three vocalists as talented as that um i've listened to all three singles that they've put out and it's i'm just so excited for this it's one of my favorite kind of groups that doesn't release music very often i think their last album was six years ago now yeah and they just kind of come back once they're a little bored with all their other projects and just make some absolutely amazing music. Um, I know their last album, they had a lot of features as well. I'm, I was trying to do some research and I couldn't see if there were any features on this album. Like, you know, you go to the store or whatever, and it sometimes shows on the track listing. If there's a feature, didn't right. have them for any of them. So oh, okay. well, that could be interesting. I but. feel like a band does it with like this doesn't need features, but, but hang on a second. Also true. Hey, Siri. How old is Max Cavalera? Damn it. How old is Max Cavalera? <laughs> Max Cavalera is 51 years old. Yeah, see? 50, I, was, I actually yeah. thought he'd be older than that. Cause, um, I did too. Well, so Sepultura started in 1984. Yep. When he was, I he, guess he was only 15 when they started the band. Yeah, I I'm guess. not sure. If, was he an original member? Oh yeah, he's like he was the man. Like he, it was his. Yeah. As far as I know, it was his band pretty much. You know, he's the singer. Him and his brother, those, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His brother on drums. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like those early Sepultura records, like um, Arise and, and Chaos AD, and then Roots was the. I guess the Roots was when they got popular, and probably yeah. around nineteen ninety-seven, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, that was yeah, but. But yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's no, it's cool. He's not as old as I thought. I thought he was. I thought he would be like sixty or something. And like, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, I guess all those guys are probably in their forties, other than him. I'd say so. Yeah, I'd I'd say so. Yeah, so it's not like a crazy age gap. But no, a cool band. And I'm actually surprised. This must be a really good week if that's number five. Let's move on. Yeah, Mike. How about number four? Uh, so number four, we've got coming out of Toronto, Canada, a pop punk band called Bearings. Do you guys? Oh. Do you know these guys? Oh, yeah, I, I'm I'm familiar. I, I don't know if I know any of the members of the band uh, mm-hmm. personally. But you know of um, them. But I know, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I know of their band. Um, so, absolutely. So they're releasing their new album, uh, Hello, It's You. I love the album title. Um, Do you? You, oh, you, love yeah. every, uh, you love every album title. Okay, so the new Killer Be Killed album, that album title is Reluctant Hero. I don't love that album okay, title. Okay, okay. But like, I like anything that has like kind of a phrase or like a something that might trigger an emotion or like a vibe for the album. So like, hello, it's you. I don't know. That's just got to. It works for me. Okay. Well, by the way, Bearings is not from Toronto. They're from Ottawa. 
And I, oh, I had really? to Google it really quick because I was like a little bit embarrassed that I didn't know they were from Toronto. My apologies. So, no, it's it's I'm just glad that I there wasn't like I wasn't so out of the loop now moving like because I live three and a half hours away from mm-hmm. Toronto now that all of a sudden I move and two years later there's a band from Toronto I don't know about killing it out there. So they're from Ottawa, the nation's okay. capital. Um, but yes, tell me tell me about this record. Why should people be be checking this one out? So people should be excited about this because it is going to be another absolutely solid pop punk album this year. Uh, if you like bands that are like um, Home Safe, like Pacific and Seaway, uh, I think you're really going to absolutely love this band. Um, they've got really catchy vocals, good vibes. It's very wholesome pop punk. They've got some fun riffs that just make you want to kind of jump and bounce around at a show. And I don't know what more you want from pop punk than that. Like, I don't want technical riffs. I don't want the craziest drummer. It's just going to be a fun record. Right. And, you know, this is their sophomore album. I think they had a bunch of EPs, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. But this is kind of their sophomore, you know, album number two, which we talk about all the time. Is a, is a you know, it's important kind of make or break record for them. And I could see them kind of, you know, blowing up and, and instead of being that, you know, maybe second of five band on some of those tours, they could, you know, probably start headlining their own tours. This is, you know, yep. if, if this record is what everyone, you know, thinks that it could be. Yep. And, and another reason I absolutely love this band, they do fun merch. Um, I, I like to collect weird band merch. So like I have a collection of hot sauce that are like banned hot sauces. Okay. And they put one out for this new record. So I was like all over it. I saw it like just scrolling Facebook. It was like pre-order our new hot sauce with our album. And I was like, all right, I have to now. I don't know who this band is at all. And so checked about, turns out it's bangers. So, so wait, you heard the record. Did it already no, come? I ha- the pre-order it comes out come? tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, but my pre-order, yeah, the pre-order hasn't, hasn't come. come. Cause you know, sometimes you yeah. get it early. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, I got to be honest. I'm. I'm probably as as excited for the hot sauce as I like. If it was coming to me at my door, mm-hmm. I'd be as excited for the hot sauce as I would be for uh, for the music. But that's exactly. Just me. I really like hot sauce. And I'm trying to remember what kind of hot sauce it was. I'm just looking it up. I mean, and of course, it's not going to show. Probably going to oh, be well. like a habanero, maybe a ghost pepper. Everyone's trying to go with the real extreme peppers these days. It's I, I remember where it the being pretty mellow. At. What's that? I remember it being kind of mellow, but oh, I, don't I like remember. that. See, I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm into like. Uh, oh, did you hear that notification? That was the loudest thing I did. on earth. Um, yeah, I got to figure out a way to do to make that not happen. Um, but no, I, I honestly, um, um, I'm like. All, I can. It's not that I can't handle the like super hot sauce, but like mm-hmm. if it's too hot, you, you just don't get the flavor, right? Like I love when you yeah. get like like a super like it, it, sometimes you'll get like a like a really nice like a mango habanero. Oh, that, those are my favorite. It's too. great if you if the mango is like you can get the mango. If it's all just like habanero mm-hmm. and it's like fucking blowing your head off, then I'm just not going to enjoy the hot sauce as much. Anyway, I'm a big fan of like the citrusy hot sauces too, like oh, kind yeah. of the Verdes and stuff like that. Those are oh, yeah. always a great time. Oh yeah, absolutely. You ever go down to Mexican Town, uh, Mike? In Detroit? Oh yeah, uh, go down to El Club. Great venue, great food down there. Oh, I love um, El Club. Yeah, El Club is awesome. Just, I love the tacos. It's kind of hard. Like you basically walk, and you will find a good taco place in Mexican Town, Detroit. It's great. And yeah. northern Mexican good. I probably not for you Texans or 
where have you in the South? <sighs> well, I don't know though. Like, like it's it's authentic though. Like it's you it know, is. it's legit. I mean, I I'm sure like like yeah, the the, the Cal- Californians are the worst for their elitist views. On also true. Mexican food. I feel like the Texans are a little more open minded. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the Californians are definitely the 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 worst. But no, Mexican town's legit. It's it's definitely legit. Man, there was this place. I don't know if you ever went there, Mike. It was called Aranda's. It was like a tire. Mm-hmm. One side was a tire shop. Yep. And the other side was like, you, you, I swear you could like order all the food you wanted in the world. All delicious. They mm-hmm. like, like I'm talking like beers, everything. They bring you the bill. There's like six people eating and it's like $13. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like great. Like, the food down there is just it's so cheap, but they do so much with like yeah. the ingredients that they've got. And like, I don't know if they just mass buy. I definitely don't want to see those kitchens, but I will 100% <laughs> eat that food. <laughs> I don't think about that stuff. I just enjoy it. All right. Well, Do let's it. go on. Um, so bearings at number four, number three, number three, we've got the new album moment from dark tranquility. What do you think of this album title? First of all, um, I think it's, it's kind of like one word. It's a little simple. <laughs> it kind of um, is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's probably been a ton of albums called Moment before. Probably. Um, yeah. It's. It, I mean, maybe there's some deep meaning in here, but I don't know. Uh, Dr- Dr- I don't Tranquility, know. Uh, death metal band, been a long, been around a long time. Yeah. Yeah, they've definitely been around forever. Uh, I'm not forever since like the early '90s. Um, but they're playing kind of like melodic technical death metal. Um, if you're into scar symmetry or soil work, bands like that. Um, if you're into kind of metalcore and you're looking for a similar band that's like the death metal compatriot, I would kind mm-hmm. of compare them to like a little bit of a darker, more somber August Burns Red almost. Oh, okay. Um, where they're they're very riffy, and that's pretty much like the main thing about it. Yeah. Um, well, this is their twelfth album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. And yeah, they've been a band actually, Mike, since 1989. If you can believe Look it, at that. they're from Gothenburg, Sweden. Which yep. Gothenburg is super famous. I mean, I always knew it. Well, I always knew Gothenburg because my father is actually born there. Really, uh, just outside cool. Gothenburg. Yeah. Um, that was before death metal existed, though. But uh, um, unfortunate. But also born there was uh, at the gates and in flames. Two of mm-hmm. probably the most. Uh, you know, famous Swedish metal bands ever, uh, two of the yep. best, and Dark Tranquility right there in that scene with them, you know, in the in the 90s, and uh, still here making records, never went away. Like, uh, I think In Flames no. has been around the whole time, obviously, at the gates. You know, In Flames has up, gone through a back. sound change. Oh, yeah, absolutely, which is okay, but but no, oh, yeah. Dark, Dark Tranquility definitely is is like OG, OG yeah, Swedish metal, Swedish uh, the- death metal. You could listen to their old records and listen to the new stuff, and the only thing that's going to change is the lyricism is a bit better and the production. Yeah. It's honestly still just as riffy. Um, I absolutely love this band, though. Um, I get every, or, eh, Any chance that I get to see them live, I will. Um, I'm actually doing so on Saturday. They have a live stream for their new album. They're playing it in entirety. Um, they actually like rented out an orchestra hall or something like that, I think which will be pretty cool. Sick. Um, no idea how the acoustics will be playing death metal in an empty orchestra hall, but I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully pretty good. I hope they like um, burn it down at the end or something. I hope not. That would so incur a lot of fines. So I, uh, 
Oh, that's that's cool. That's really cool. Now, I, I like, yeah. yeah, This that's a whole other conversation we can have about, about live streams and, and you know, some bands. I'm are doing four a more, this weekend. What's that? I'm doing four this weekend. You're doing four. Which which four? We got we got some time. Which four are you doing? All right. Uh, so tonight, um, I'll talk about this one later because they're later on on the list. Oh, okay. Uh, tomorrow, I'm seeing Paris play their first album in its entirety. Oh, sick. Uh, Saturday, I have Dark Tranquility, and they're playing from Europe, so it's around like two here, I think. And then at night, or no, uh, at night, Saturday is Paris. Friday is Devil Wears Prada doing space and zombie. And right. Film. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be fun about that before. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. No, I mean, um, I know you're a big show goer and obviously that's been yeah. ripped from your soul and now you're left with live streams. Have you been enjoying it for the most part? And, and maybe like just real quick, well, we have a second. Have you, have mm-hmm. you, have you enjoyed one and why? And has there been one that you thought missed the mark and maybe why, um, if um, you don't want to, sh- you know, talk shit or throw anyone on the bus. That's fine too, because obviously everyone's no, you trying and there's a process. But I am curious, you know, to see what you've you've enjoyed and not. Yeah. Um. So there's probably a couple that stand out to me. Um. The Code Orange live streams. I absolutely oh, love yeah. both of those. Well, they were they were the OGs right here on Twitch. Yep. They did the first one and it was incredibly well produced. And the one that they just did on Halloween was great. Um. The Ice Nine Kills one was absolutely fantastic. Um, I absolutely loved the, uh, co-headliner one with volumes and crown the empire. That was great. And, um, the worst ones, uh, there's only one that kind of comes to mind and I'm really upset about this because like, I still absolutely love the album and I had a good time, but, uh, the Anne Berlin live stream when they played cities in full, like, I don't know what it was because people were saying like all the albums they did before they sounded great. I think it's just that album is kind of like the black sheep of their discography and they don't play songs from it very often, let alone in full. Right. And so like there are just points where there's like very obvious voice cracking or like uh riff got messed up a little bit and stuff like that. And it happens well, in any live environment too, but it is what it is. It's it is what it is. And what it is is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's doing a live stream. Um, you know, you're under such a microscope because like, you know, you're at a People show can rewatch like, it. You're in a show, you're like in the pit, you got a beer in your hand, someone's running into you and it's loud and mm-hmm. like, you know, shit. You don't nobody notices if like a guitar flubs a guitar player flubs a note or like vocals mm-hmm. a little off. Like nobody notices. But when you're like listening like this with like, you know, you got your audio technicas on and you're like listening, yep. you're looking at your screen and you're like intently like analyzing everything. It's like it's just way too you know like it's just it's it's, too in it's like yeah it's it's like you're watching the show by yourself yeah i I don't know what it is but so like that kind of stuff i think you know for sure like you know i mm -hmm. i can can see your point of of why that can can miss the mark and i think the, the biggest thing is just it's so hard for a band to feel the energy right and can and then be able to kind of convey that into a little camera lens mm-hmm. um you know i think that that's that's the problem Which, like, and for the most part I, the bands i've seen that have done it they've done a pretty good job you know i i haven't to be honest i haven't watched a ton of them but mm-hmm. the ones i've seen i've i've enjoyed and i think it's been cool and you know i think i'm just trying to trying to take it for what it is more than mm-hmm. what it's replacing and so to go on the flip side with that like 
with the crowd interaction and something that I really highly commend that Amber Limb stream on is they actually had the live chat going on like TVs. So like the band members were actually like in between songs, they were just like, Hey, how are you doing? Like Shelby one, two, three or whatever their username was. And like actually calling them out. And I thought that was super, super cool. And they were like, Oh, we've got such and such person from Michigan. They're just drawing random names, you know, but like that was awesome. And I don't know. I, I think I really like the, I miss the live shows obviously for the energy, but I really like these two because there's so many like production elements that I don't notice that like normally when I'm watching a live show, I'm like in the pit or like fighting my way to the front and you don't notice like all, everything that goes into the stage production and what's going on there and like with the lighting and yeah, there's so much cool stuff that I just hadn't realized before. Yeah. no, nope, 100%. And Dark Tranquility doing a big live stream. Those guys yeah, must be stoked for old. It. If they started in 1989, I can't. I don't think mm-hmm. I can ask Siri just how old the band is, but uh, it's probably yeah. I'll probably just tell you how old the band I is. Probably but. find it. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Current vocalist and then guitarist Michael Stan. Uh, oh, he's not old at all. He's only 46. That's not bad. Yeah. So he's again. He was only 15. So if you want to start a band, a, a, if you want to start a metal band, and you're from a foreign country, um. Start it when you're 15, 15 and you'll be very successful. That's the magic number right there. Sounds about right. <laughs> okay. There we go. Uh, number two. Number two. So this band, I'm watching their live stream tonight. They're from Detroit, Michigan, local boys. And with their new album, Distance, it's Boys of Fall, one of my absolute favorite local bands. Uh, have you ever heard of these guys? I No, I haven't. And I've I've seen their name around, I guess, because they have a mm-hmm. new record coming out. Yep. I, um. Yeah, it kind of makes me think of like I just think of Boys of Summer, <laughs> like the you know like the yeah, song I see that. or or like a mm-hmm. baseball reference. But yeah, I don't know anything about Boys of Fall, and I don't know that they're from Detroit or anything. Have they been around a long time? Uh, they've been me. around for I'd say probably like five years in our local scene now. Okay, um, they've got one record out that came out in 2018, I want to say, and then obviously this is their sophomore release. Um, I've seen them here and in Chicago. They opened up a Riot Fest, uh, like pregame night um that was really cool um i've seen them a couple times around here it's really cool uh their live show often gets described to like a day to remember um they're kind of this uh i'd say post-hardcore band with pop punk sensibilities they're really fun in that regards where like a lot of the verses and everything like that you're definitely going to have screaming you're going to have fast guitars fast riffing things like that but when you get to the chorus, it's time to jump around and crowd surf and sing along and just belt out some lyrics, right? Yeah. Well, that sounds that sounds fun. No, when you say they 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 remind me, you know, like a day to remember live. I think of like hamster balls and toilet, toilet paper. paper. And yeah, like all yeah. the all the like you know, um, no, very just, less just than kind Jake of the energy, you know, like tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you more mean the energy. Yeah, and. Yeah. Um, they they don't sound as heavy as a day to remember, for sure. Um, if I would describe them to other bands, I would say we've reviewed Point North on this album or on this yep. podcast. Yeah. Uh, if you like the Point North album, you're gonna like this album. If you like bands like Picturesque or Between You and Me, you're also probably gonna like this album. Um, it's definitely post hardcore with some pop punk and R and B influences. It's cool. Gonna be fun. Cool. Boys of Fall. I like oh, it. Are also, they actually from Detroit? Like, are they from Detroit, Detroit? Like, are they hard? Uh, or are they I'm, from, like, let's be honest, they're from, like, Rochester or something? 
Yeah, I'm not 100% sure uh, where exactly they're from, but they're from like Metro Detroit. Metro Detroit's like a weird thing too, because like you can be upwards of like an hour away at some points, depending on traffic, and still technically be like oh, yeah. quote unquote Metro Detroit. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely well, it's wild. It's the same as Toronto, but like we were always, when, mm-hmm. we, when Silverstein started, we were always like a little bit careful that we yeah. didn't say we were from Toronto, even though like I where I grew up, I was like 25 minutes away from mm-hmm. downtown. Well, with no traffic, you know, I could take a train, for example, and yeah. downtown in like 35 minutes. So, you know, like, but we never said that. We always claimed like the city and the suburbs where we were actually from, basically mm-hmm. just because we didn't want it, like people to call us posers. Like, oh, yeah. you're not really from, like, you know, I guess like it the ma- same it way makes that sense M&M, when you're local. It's like when Eminem called out ICP for not really yeah. being from Detroit because they're from me, like, you know, whatever outskirts. So, whenever I mm-hmm. see Detroit specifically, I always think, okay, are they like, actually like like are they from like like eight mile like we're talking eight mile we like yeah no jefferson uh like are they down by the river or are we talking about like dearborn you know yeah we're we're talking about me generalizing for the ease of everybody else listening <laughs> they're from no, southeast no, they're, michigan detroit they're, i mean I, they're, they seem to be claiming detroit so no um but just some other like quick fun things from that i heard from the singles um there's a couple songs with some really cool bass lines i always love that when you can actually hear the bass and they're doing something funky that is like, you've kind of got like a Donna, da Donna, Donna riff. And then the bass is like actually slapping in the background and doing some slides and fun stuff like that. Exactly. Yes. And uh, they've got one or two songs (laughs) that I've heard with piano as well. And, you know, I'm a sucker for piano when done well. Yeah. So overall really excited for this album and I can't wait to hear it. You can call them boys of bass. You can call them boys of piano. Boys, boys of many talents. Boys to men. Boys to men. I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> um, okay, well, hey, uh, I guess it's time now for um, for us to talk about the number one album uh, in just a second. And uh, we're gonna we're about to have an ad here in this slot for this uh, really cool new website that I want people to know about. It's called The Record Shelf. Uh, the URL is, I think it's therecordshelf.net. And um, what it is, is for anybody that listens to music on Spotify or Apple Music, let's say, it can be really difficult to keep your shit organized, right? You know, it used to be, okay, I put whatever on my iPod, I have my playlist or whatever, but sometimes with new stuff coming out, it can get a little convoluted. Well, what's cool about The Record Shelf is you can... Literally go on. It has all the new records that we talk about every week and a whole bunch more. And you can just go on and go, oh, yeah, I'm interested in that one. I'm interested in that one. And then they're going to go on your record shelf. And then, you know, you can remember to check them out later, you know, or whatever. And then they go along with the with the other albums that are your favorites. You can put them all there, you know, virtually. And it's completely free app. Um, they've been a sponsor of the show for, for the last couple of weeks. And I wanted just to, to talk about how awesome it is, um, you know, just it's just this dude started this just for like straight up based on his love of music it's not a corporate thing um and it's starting to grow and you know there's starting to be more things like you know you, people are going to be able to do album reviews and talk about other records and stuff so shout out to the record shelf i haven't checked it out and i feel like i need to because the guy did message me and ask me and i'm really sorry i said i was going to check it out life gets busy i'm excited and i'll check it out yeah check it out it's it's really really cool so here's an ad for it and we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. And uh, we're going to talk about the 
number one greatest album this week. I'm excited. What is it, Mike? What is it? All right. So this album is already out. It came out on Tuesday. I hope that you've listened to it already because I've listened to it probably 20 times. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's the new EP album. He calls them albums. There's seven songs in like 23 minutes. It's an EP. It's called Eggy Pocket by Bill Murray. Yes. Bill Murray. B-I-L-M-U-R-I. Johnny Frank, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, yes. And absolutely, let's just say, can we say like he's a bit of a fucked up guy? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I don't know what's going on in that head of his, but he turns out some absolutely incredible music and he it's and he turns it out fast like he's doing i mean he's doing like an album a year minimum yeah um Um, this album or this year was supposed to be two but it got delayed because he wasn't able to get in the studio and everything like that it was supposed to be coming out in summer but here we are yeah i mean yeah you're right so this this one is seven this one is seven tracks i think the last one was two um it's always like all these records are seven eight eight tracks He's kind of just decided this is his own format. No one's really doing this. Mm-hmm. And he's in this sort of world of his own, but he's really, really picking up traction. Oh, yeah. You know, with with just people being absolute diehards um, for this music. And um, I, I have listened to this this album. Uh, I, I think I only listened to it once, but I really like the mm-hmm. singles that, that were released um there's only one uh, single. Oh, so. absolutely cranking my fucking hog. That's the one. The, that, that's the one yep. that was released. Um, banging song. And yeah, this, I mean, yeah, you just look, just go over to his Spotify and look at, <laughs> look at these song titles this round. They're absolutely wild. But like, wow, I love it because like, I miss that. Like those days when we had like Reptar, King of the Ozone and like all the random stupid band song names, like. It was just a free for all. Like you could just pick out whatever you want. Devil Wears Prado was probably the best at it, I think. But like, <laughs> yeah. song names yeah, had like, no I meaning. Hate buffering that was always one that I yeah was ridiculous. Like Danger Wild Man, like no relevance <laughs> to the song, but just yeah. absolutely incredible. Like, yeah. I really love this album, though. I think it's great. The features on it are awesome. Like, I don't know who Brody is. I think he's kind of like the uh, emo rapper. And absolutely cranking my motherfucking hog. But yeah. like the song Fluoride in the Hard Seltzer Water, when like Rory from Dayseeker comes in, just adds this flair to it. And then we've got like Macho Man Bill Murray and John Mess just comes in and starts <laughs> dropping bars. Like that's absolutely incredible. And yep. I, no song on this album is alike whatsoever. But it, they're all certifiably Bill Murray as well. Well, that's like, cool, though, because, you know, if you think about most records, um, you don't really want to have more than seven songs like that are different. You know, typically yeah. like every album, if it's let's just say it's a 12 song album, you kind of have like two or three songs that are in the same vein. If not, mm-hmm. you're talking about like five, six songs that are all in the same vein. And like you could kind of replace one with the other on a record. So yeah. for this to just be like, all right, here it is, seven tracks, each one's different, each one's a different vibe, and you're getting one of each. You know, in my opinion, like, I kind of like that, mm-hmm. the way that's done, like, because 
how many records, I mean, and let's just be honest, like, any for everybody here listening to this, like, how many times have you listened to a record and, like, you know the first five, six, seven tracks of a record really well, and then, like, the last half of the record, oh, like, yeah. you just, for some reason, you just don't get to there. You know, you don't get there. Um, whether it's because it you have a short commute or just you just end up changing it at some point, you know, you get a mm-hmm. little tired of it. It's, I'm guilty it of it. It happens. So, hey, I think he's onto something here with this format and people are really, really digging it all the way through. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really happy that this was uh, was your number one. Johnny Frank, I mean, Johnny Frank was on the podcast. He's a fan, you know, a friend of the show. Yeah, so it's great. Absolutely awesome album. Um, I'd say 90 plus out of 100. Like, absolutely great um definitely i will say like try it out bill murray is 100 percent not for everybody um i have friends that are absolutely in love and enamored with the project like me i have friends who absolutely hate the project i know very little people who just kind of think bill murray is okay it's really very love or hate i think but well i i personally think it's great i i mean i mm-hmm. i i think the gimmicky stuff about it, you know, how it's like really mm-hmm. just, it's like, like image wise, it reminds me a little bit of like Tim and Eric. I know uh, we actually yeah. talked about Tim Heidecker uh, a, a few weeks back, like, you know, just like extremely crazy, like just insane. And I mm-hmm. feel like in some ways that can take away from the actual seriousness and emotional, um, oh, yeah. Like, stuff in this music that is is there you know Mm -hmm. like it it for real is like is awesome in that respect and i feel like sometimes you know and it's get that gets downplayed that side of it which is why people might feel that way about it i don't know i can see that like if you're listening to it at kind of a surface level and you like hear the memes like you hear the taco bell gong go off or you hear the sound clip of randy (laughs) savage or like whatever else crazy stuff goes on in this album, like there's a random saxophone, there's a pan flute solo, <laughs> like he randomly bless over a pan flute. Like I don't know what's going on at that point, but I absolutely adore it. Right. But if you like dig deep and like actually look at the lyricism and kind of like listen to what he's doing vocally and instrumentally along with the lyricism, like it's super well done and really well written. No, totally, totally. And and I think, you know, part of that stuff it is it is natural it is his personality right like that's mm-hmm. just how he is and hey he's keeping it fun and it's he's keeping it entertaining and like exactly what is music if not entertainment right let's be real here mm-hmm. so that's a great number one pick mike thank you wow you wanna, okay we did it we did the top five um what are you gonna say i was gonna say do you want to run back through so the people can yeah let's jot them down let's now? run back through um I won't do anything weird this week. Thank you. Oh my we, God. Thank we, you. Uh, here. How, how about I'll start at a moderate voice and we'll see what happens. Okay. Number five. Number five. We've got the new album, Reluctant Hero by Killer Be Killed. Number four. Number four. We've got the new album, Hello, It's You by Bearings. Number three. Number three. We've got the new album, Moment by Dark Tranquility. Number two. Number two, we've got the new album Distance by Boys of Fall. And the number one record is... The new album Eggy Pocket by Bill Murray. <laughs> Eggy Pocket. Oh, God. Uh, I'll never do that again. <laughs> uh, that was I even ho- worse I hope than everyone last in- week. 
I hope, hope everyone in Twitch, your pockets feel sufficiently eggy right now. <laughs> eggy pocket. Oh my goodness. Awesome. Awesome. Um, no, that's the top five. I, I have yeah. before you get into your honorable mentions, I have a couple of my own for a Let's change. do it. Uh I am the Avalanche has a new album coming out. Ooh. And that was also on my honorable mentions. Oh, good. Yeah. Great, great band. Um Vinny Caruana from the movie Life. It's the band that he started after the movie Life broke up um, in the mid-2000s. They they put out a couple really great records, but they had major issues with drive through records. Um, you know, drive through records, who's, who's known mm-hmm. for, like, the starting line and, and Finch and, and those, like, massive albums just yep. before that. They were having major problems, um, and they were kind of, like, handcuffing uh i'm the avalanche like they like they they basically did a record and the, and the label wouldn't put it out they were getting shelved mm-hmm. for no reason so it kind of derailed their career um Oof. yeah it sucked it sucked because they had i mean they had so much momentum and such a great band but um i'm really really excited to check this one out and mm-hmm. another band album. yeah and another band to um to check out is uh a band another band that's come back and that's sea haven that was and, also uh, on my honorable mentions. Yeah, and they they're uh, they're back with a new record too, uh, which is you know if you're into that kind of post punk uh, stuff, and mm-hmm. you know they're super talented, and everything I've heard fr- uh, from this and about this seems like this is going to be uh, this could end up in a lot of people's top uh, records of the year. So that's yeah. uh, that's a couple I had, and I'm glad you had them both. But what else do you have, Mike? All right, so couple quick things i've pretty much just got singles um oh yeah five of them uh one of them honorable mention um if you follow me on instagram at slappy slam you have probably seen me talk shit about this single but i would be amiss to not mention that a day to remember has put out a single this week yeah uh brick Um, wall right yep it is sounds like four songs three songs whatever it is mashed into one um, yep. all of the production went into Jeremy's voice and nowhere else. Um, it just sounds absolutely wild and I am not here for it. Did you listen to it? Uh, yeah, I, I did. Well, somebody, <laughs> somebody texted me and said, I think data remember ripped off some Silverstein lyrics. And, uh, oh. I was like, what? So I listened to it and yeah, the first line of the song is very similar to, uh, a call it karma, uh, by Silverstein, which Obviously, mm-hmm. it, I, I got it from a fucking parking space. It's not like a ri- yeah. original, like a completely original thought. But yeah, that's I did notice that. Um, I kind of, I kind of dug, I kind of dug it actually. Though I thought the like mm-hmm. the the start of it with the like kind of fast drums that were sort of like it started really quiet and it kind of got louder. Um, mm-hmm. I cut, I thought that was like, kind of an original idea, and then and then there was kind of like a Beartooth esque, uh, like big riff, which I thought was like pretty mm-hmm. cool too. Um, the only thing I, I thought was like the song ended like a little bit abruptly, but especially I, for the album intro. Yeah. I, that kind of made me wonder though, if maybe like on the album, it's going to, it's going to go into like go into something else. Yeah. I'm uh, not, I, not I mean, sure. You, yeah. Sure. You don't know yet. Of course, like in the context of, of the album, but um, no, I think, you know, yeah, I think a lot, I've heard a lot of people talking about the data member singles and mm-hmm. obviously this record, it's just been delayed and delayed and delayed. So I think people are getting a little like, yep. I think people are like maybe being a little bit harder on the oh, band. Oh, oh yeah. Because and, of that. Um, I thought resentment was really good. 
Uh, See, I didn't like that one either. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. know what it is, but like something about all these songs, there's just like an element of corniness that I've never experienced when listening to a day to remember. So like that breakdown and resentment, I think it is when they go, now you're looking at the eye of the tiger or whatever, like right before the breakdown, I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. that is so bad. Like, well, and it's just little parts that th- like pull me out of the song. Like this one, the really okay. like abrupt tempo changes. Like I like every individual part that they do. But the tempo changes and disjointedness between it is, I don't know. It, it seems weird to put out as single. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll find out in March. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that another four, like four months, uh, we'll find out what uh, what's yep. all about. But and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it then, won't we, Mike? Yes, we will. Um. All right. What else? So uh, we spoke spoke about uh, Rory Rodriguez from Dayseeker on the Bill Murray album. He's also putting out a single this week on his synthwave project, Hurtwave. Um, oh, cool. I'm really excited for this. I don't know if it's technically synthwave, synth pop, whatever you want to call it. Um, he brings the same emotion from Dayseeker into this. It's just kind of a different medium. It's just as sad if you want to be sad and listen to his beautiful voice. Um, oh. Really excited for this EP. They're kind of releasing it one song at a time. This is the third one. Uh, there's seven total, so who knows when we actually get to talk about this in full. But um, yeah, that's cool. really excited for the single. Well, I mean, the guy's got an incredible voice. Oh, like, impeccable! Like I just, yeah, I'm seeing him like his his name pop up on a lot of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. features and and his own music, and I am not mad about it. <laughs> oh yeah, like I think just he can he can just sing me to sleep every night. Is he the new um, Kellen Quinn where he's the most desirable feature in the scene right now? Oh, like no offense to Kellen, Qu- to Kellen Quinn. I mean, Kellen Quinn, the guy's incredible. Um, the mm-hmm. range that Kellen Quinn has, but like Rory, I mean, just the the way that guy can, can scream and sing and like, oh, have, yeah. you heard, have you heard that Adele cover? I mean, like the guy it's is absolutely insane. The guy is, is wild and no, not to take anything away from Kellen at all, but, but, but Rory is right now. I mean, he is like. Damn, dude. It's, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's incredible. All right. Uh, so moving on, I've got three left. Uh, so we've talked about this. My first concert, All American Rejects are putting out a new single. Oh, nice. Really excited for this. Nice. Um, Me too. I love their EP they put out a year or two ago. Um, it's definitely more radio friendly. I mean, I guess they've always been radio friendly, but like more yeah. like not going to scare our parents radio friendly. Um. Honestly, really excited for it. One of my favorite pop punk bands to ever be around. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, they're. I, I think we talked about their story. Uh, my my story mm-hmm. I had of, about them, you know, hearing them on a mix CD, forgetting yep. about it, and then hearing them on the radio and having to pull the car over because I was so excited. And yeah, and that's that's like swing swing in nineteen ninety nine or two thousand or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, 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 later than that, two thousand one maybe. Um, yeah, I think that's and, about right. And they, yeah, man, they. I've been huge a huge fan ever since, so I'm excited to see what they what they come up with. Same here. Uh, another thing that we've got, uh, we've got another new single from Architects off their album coming out in February. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't heard this single. From what I've heard, it's even less metalcore than Animals, their first single, which is going to be quite a shock, I think, for some people. Yeah. Maybe not. Um, they are definitely embracing the sound change on this album. And like I'm it, yeah. from, I've kind of like turned a new leaf on animals. I was kind of like eh, on it when I first heard it, but 
it's kind of wormed its way into my ear and become this absolutely catchy banger that now I'm just like, all right, Sam Carter, your voice is too good. And this riff, it's got nothing really going on, but it gets stuck in my head. Well, yeah, I mean, anytime a band tries some new stuff, no matter Mm -hmm. how good it is, there's going to be people that are going to say, fuck you, we want your old stuff. And that doesn't, honestly, anything. And, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of an adjustment um, as a fan to Mm -hmm. kind of wrap your head around it, you know, just because you're used to something being a certain way. So, yeah, I mean, again, it's it's so tough these days, the way that, singles are released and so many singles are released before an album that like you kind of you kind of make up your mind mm-hmm. you know before you actually hear the whole thing in context so yeah. i'll check out the singles but i i will definitely kind of keep the whole thing at arm's length in terms of like my opinions on anything until i can sit down and listen to the whole thing because that's when you're mm-hmm. going to really know i mean they could be releasing these songs the label could want them to release these songs because they're the more more poppy you know like you know the ones they're going to try to play on uh, octane or whatever yeah and then the rest of the whole the rest of the record could be could sound like fucking black dahlia murder for all we know you know Mm -hmm. what i mean uh so yeah yeah absolutely we 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 got to see but uh speaking of octane real quick we've we've got to be fall or sad about the fall of uh 89x i know we've talked about on the show a lot yeah yeah Uh, um, local alternative music station yeah uh, um, new rock no country new rock 89x out of detroit Obviously, Mike is from Detroit area, uh, not mm-hmm. not Detroit, not downtown Detroit, but no. close enough. And I live, uh, I probably live closer to downtown Detroit than you do, actually, in terms you of do. distance, because I'm on the Canadian side in Windsor. And there is a station here. Uh, well, there was a station here until today, eighty nine X that played noon, awesome, awesome music, you know. And of course, like sure, they played the stuff that a lot of rock stations play like you know you'll you'll mm-hmm. turn on you'll hear Foo Fighters and you'll hear Marilyn Manson and you'll hear that stuff and you'll hear Green Day but they also give a lot of bands uh, a chance and right yep. now like they play Silverstein all the time you know someone brought up Atreyu they they play Atreyu all the time yep. you'd hear uh, like Ice We Nine Came Kills. As Romans We Came As Romans they'll play sometimes and they were big um, big proponents of I Prevail before mm-hmm. I Prevail blew up everywhere they were they were getting their shot locally um, you know, on on the Detroit radio, and what happened was, um, literally, uh, and I don't, I I heard this from an inside source, so I'm not exactly sure if I'm supposed to say it, but nah, fuck it. Um, I guess yesterday they had a conference call in the morning, and they literally fired everybody. Um, yeah, I've heard that too. And yeah, they just literally called everybody and said, "Hi, uh, yeah, tomorrow we're switching, uh, 89x to." pure country 89 which yeah. is like okay the knife's already in there let's just twist it back and mm-hmm. forth a few times um right and it's like it's ox man like that's because that station was around here it's like pretty much the only as far as i, I mean it's the only station i didn't listen to but in terms of rock like this is the one man like i don't know yeah it's, it's really sad Oh, somebody gifted me a sub. Thank you. I oh. wasn't subscribed to the channel. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Mike. Yay. Yeah. But, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, somebody also in the chat mentioned uh, 98.7 is the new alternative Detroit station. Apparently, they've been around for a couple months, I've saw. Um, oh, okay. They said that our staples are like uh, 
21 Pilots, Blink-182, My Chemical Romance, Imagine Dragons, stuff like that. So, like, mm. not a full replacement for 89X, but something mildly bearable, more so <laughs> than the country music. Yeah. So, if you're like... Well, where are all those people that, you know, those people that say, oh, I listen to everything except country, right? Yeah. Well, this isn't for them. So, yep. a lot of people say that. So, I don't know. how. There's, like, someone told me there's four country stations in De- in the Detroit area. Yeah, it's actually really bad. Um I think there's even more. Like if you get further out towards me and you start to pick up some of the channels from like uh the middle of Michigan and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um it's I would say our radio stations are like 50% like pop and hip hop and rap and stuff like that, like 30% country and like 20% classic rock. It's yeah. not a good time. But I've yeah, got one more honorable mention. Get oh, us back yes, on track please. a little bit. Uh, so one of my favorite bands, I have said it before and I've said it again. They are absolutely awesome. Era is putting out a new single. Oh yeah. You love well, it. Band. It's already out. It came out today. I listened to it. It's really fun. I think it's probably one of the proggiest songs that they've ever put out is in terms of like, I, I hate making this comparison cause I don't really like tool, but they almost sound like tool at some points. And it's kind of weird, but I also love the transitions that they do. Uh, the breakdown's awesome. Honestly, it's classic era. The way that these two singles are, it's shaping up to be probably my favorite album by them, which is nice. impressive. I think Drift's a near-perfect album. Um, I'm really excited for it, though. Please announce it so I can pre-order it. All right. There it is. Those are all the th- records you need to know. Uh, about this week and more. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, great a great list, Mike. Again, thank you for putting that together. And um, everybody, hey. make sure you head over to uh, at Slappy Slam on Instagram for the whole list every single week coming at you. This is the new shit. Hell yeah! Thanks for having me on, Shane. Of course, dude. All this new shit got a new whip. That's some new ice. That's some new drip. Got rid of my old trash, got a new bitch. All this new shit, yeah. All this new shit, yeah. All this new shit, got a new will. That's some new ice, that's some new drip, yeah. Got rid of my old trash, got a new bitch. All this new shit.